ఫస్ట్ మనం ఈస్ కాల్ స్వయంభువ మనం ది మను ఈస్ ది అడ్మినిస్ట్రేటర్ ది ప్రజాపతి ఈస్ ది టీచర్ మను సన్ ప్రజాపతి they conduct the whole activity of the creation this dimension was explained before but i felt to make it more comprehensible we start with it ది ప్రజాపతి టీచర్ దిస్ ది ప్రాఫెట్ ది మనోస్ ఆర్ ది రూలర్స్ దర్శ ఫ్రమ్ ది ఫ్రమ్ ది బిగినింగ్ ఆఫ్ ది క్రియేషన్ there is an interaction between the teachers and the administrators manus descend from this through the creator from the second logos the second logos descends through the creator as manus the brahman via the first logos descend through creator as prajapati so one has the knowledge of organizing administering they are called manus the other has the wisdom of administering organizing and ensuring that beings are given the knowledge so when we take the creator it is through him the manus descend and also the prajapati descend prajapati descend via the first logos they are men of knowledge the men of wisdom the manus descend via the second logos and creator in us there is the head represented by prajapati and then there are shoulders and the body executing the 
వాట్ ఎవర్ విజ్డమ్ వీ క్యారీ ఇన్ అవర్ హెడ్ ఈచ్ వన్ ఆఫ్ అస్ ఈజ్ బోత్ ఎ ప్రజాపతి అండ్ ఎ మను ప్రజాపతి ప్రజాపతి సుజయాది అడ్వైజరీ బోర్డ్ ప్రజాపతిస్ కాన్స్టిట్యూట్ ది హెడ్ మనుస్ కాన్స్టిట్యూట్ ది షోల్డర్స్ అండ్ ది హ్యాండ్స్ ఇస్ ఇట్ వర్కింగ్ నౌ ది ప్రజాపతిస్ constitute the head the manus constitute the shoulders that's why the one who shoulders the activity is called an administrator what is it that we shoulder the ideas that the head generates ideas are generated in the head and they are executed by the being as an administrator so they work with the hand in hand they are together in their working they are the major actors in creation it is in tune with that we have the system of the priest and the king as i said in a early earlier seminar through the creator there is the descendant descent descent of prajapati and there is the descent of the manus prajapati represent the wisdom manus represent administration organization and execution so they work hand in hand to manifest the creation the first manu is vayam bhuva manu the first prajapati is kardama prajapati 
this manu through him the the daughters descend meaning the female hierarchy descends and nine such daughters descend nine nine no nine daughters descend and marry one prajapati and marry no yes each one marries a prajapati yes. so it's like the male is at the head and the female is at execution yeah. in the house also it would be harmonious if the male presides and the the execution is carried out by female yes female has better organization female has better organization male is presiding energy yes so also in a kingdom the king organizes and administers in tune with the wisdom coming from the wise man i'm trying to give you the the general theme of creation if you have just had and no ability to execute it will not work if you have executive capacity but no head it does not work so when we when we say prajapati there are no other than brahman manifest manifested through the creator they are full of wisdom and to execute that wisdom the manus come out again through creator so these two form the major principles manus give manu gives birth to daughters manu gives birth to daughters according to the story and are married to prajapatis it means what it means administration and organization shall have to follow wisdom or knowledge without knowledge if we start administering if we start executing things if we start administering things it would be a chaos it would be a big confusion so therefore the theology says that the nature of administration the nature 
సబ్ అడ్మినిస్ట్రేషన్ ఆర్గనైజేషన్ గవర్నెన్స్ ఈజ్ మ్యారీడ్ టు విజ్డమ్ సో విజ్డమ్ అండ్ విజ్డమ్ ఇన్ అసోసియేషన్ విత్ ఎగ్జిక్యూషన్ enables appropriate manifestation without ability to execute nothing can manifest but but just execution without wisdom would be preparing some kind of soup which cannot be consumed this is how the purpose of prajapati sar manus exists in creation one is wisdom another is action yes. so that's why and between the two the head should precede the execution that's why in 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 human formation also the head is above and the shoulders are supporting the head supporting the head so when we take our head it is prajapati when we take the hands they are the executives mm-hmm. that's why we say in purusha suktam samasya no purusha suktam brahmanasya mukhamasi the the brahmans they they permeate the head bahu rajanya krutaha meaning the shoulders are permeated by the executive ability when we say shoulders take it in its functional aspect but not the physical aspect shoulders to speak of shouldering the responsibility of administering so these two should be this should be kept in our mind when we speak of prajapati and manus through manus the rulers descend through prajapati the teachers descend so if one is predominantly of the nature of wisdom then he tends the line of prajapati and someone tends more towards execution of an idea an objective he is in the line of manu blessed is the one who has both the qualities the quality of prajapati and the quality of a manu such one is called a king initiate he is not only a king but he is also a very wise king 
he in him the priest is instituted if you see any civilization initially it was initiates that came down as kings initially it was the initiates who came down as kings most of you are familiar with the old testament the prophets were also the rulers yes until samuel he was the last prophet who was also a ruler so also in the vedic system initially it was two in one two in one the two functions in one and the prophet functioning as the king as such later through involutionary process the the the, the two gods operated there is an advisor to the king and there is a king only when the two work in close understanding there is a beautiful manifestation if we have a good vision of a structure like this that's not enough there should be someone who realizes it through executing the vision so between the two who is more important who is less important was never discussed one cannot function without the other one cannot function without the other darshav prajapatis and manos they work together that's why in the story it is said that the prajapatis that the man the daughters of manu the daughters of manu are given in marriage to prajapati that means the executive and organizing abilities shall have to marry wisdom yes we may have the ability to execute but we need the wisdom that's why this the story goes that each daughter of manu yes is married to a prajapati yes so when we take this understanding because the female is the administrator female is administer better they organize better you see how in germany the lady is successfully working as the what you call her chancellor huh? chancellor it is in the nature that in a female there is more manu and in the male there is more prajapati 
they are coming together is important yes. so by taking this principle if in someone there is more ability to administer it is female all administration is female so in a male if there is more administrative ability in a male there is more administrative facility ability than it is female likewise in a female there is more ability to visualize than it is male so you should understand male female is decided not on the basis of form but on the basis of function and the basis of energy there can be a male who would be a very good advisor while his female could be an excellent advisor and vice versa normally when we make a partnership normally when there is a man and a woman it is combination of the advisory and executive functions that that take the related hierarchy there can be wise woman that can advise their husbands there can be wise men that can advise ladies so by the form we don't go by the function we go by the function we go this you should know is this clear to you that is how prajapati and manu sir first we should know what is prajapati what is manu so it so happened in this in the story the the beauty of the seers in india is they set they set the manifestation of creational principles in the forms of stories that's why we say prajapati marichi and his lady is kala diara the nature the functioning is by the nature so it's a state of beingness beyond sahasrara when you are beyond sahasrara in your energies we have a very permeating awareness which has the nature of all seeing ability all seeing ability that's what we call the all seeing eye and therefore such a state of awareness gives birth to the full light which we call the full moon light full moon the moon that we know happens much later in creation but the 
but the principle of complete expression of the light of awareness is what is expressed as the first principle in female hierarchy that's why kala becomes the, the first principle in creation as in relation to female hierarchy and and it is this nature of full manifestation of life which is referred to as the full moon light the full moon light and it has a flowing nature you see how the light flows and enlightens so that's why it is called the ganga ganga it it flows downwards it also flows upwards it flows downwards it flows upwards that is what is meant by ganga yes gam means movement yes gam again ga gam ga meaning downward flow and upward flow downward flow and upward flow so it can see through at all planes and it can return back to itself for this for this reason this first female principle of all comprehension used by the two the division the all seeing nature and it is always associated with complete comprehension we also name the full moon as as such as purnima purnima is the name given we also call when moon is in its full glow we call it purnima likewise in us when there is a full glow you should know that the foremost principle of the female hierarchy is realized it is from that state there are regular steps of the hierarchy that we mentioned from the full state of consciousness which has total understanding and ability to see through the ability to see through is what we call kashyapa kashyapa all the seers the prajapatis they have that ability they can see through and they can flow they can flow back so there are two functions of the first female principle one is flowing flowing downwards and upwards and comprehending everything 
దీస్ ఆర్ ది ప్రాడక్ట్స్ దట్ కమ్ అవుట్ ఆఫ్ కంప్లీట్ కాంప్రహెన్షన్ దట్ వెన్ యూ టేక్ టు సమాధి యు ఆర్ నో మోర్ ఇన్ ది డిసెండింగ్ యూ డోంట్ రిలేట్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ దట్ యూ డోంట్ రిలేట్ టు ది లోవర్ కింగ్డమ్స్ వెన్ యూ ఆర్ సమ్వేర్ హై ఇన్ సహస్రాల యూ పర్మియర్ ఫ్రమ్ సహస్రాల టు మూలాధార you permeate from the seventh high most high state to the dense grass dense physical plane it is full full the light is in its fullness and the light is in its fullness it is it is called full moon or purnima it has full comprehension and the female that has these two functions is called kala kala so kala constitutes the first female in association with the principle of prajapati whom we call marichi marichi itself means variegated colors different colors in different states yeah it's like you are presented a, a range of colors yeah a range of colors like like what we call vibhjar like a rainbow yeah marichi is a rainbow principle and she represents the colors of the rainbow and the functioning is by kala the female while the pure existence which we call prajapati supports it so kindly make some thinking about it at every at every state there is existence and the related awareness the awareness is female existence is the male and whether you are female you are in the female form or male form existence and awareness is karma so we when we speak of the states of awareness we speak of the female hierarchy yes so in the female hierarchy the foremost is kala then come then comes the next step at sahasrara you have anasuya meaning absence of malice as total absence of malice malice comes when we are into the three qualities when you are into the quality of dynamism poise and inertia which 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 creates an activity this the, the qualities cause activity when the activity is generated the related carbons are also generated so they have to be cleaned yes every day our activity generates lot of carbon in our system 
So the activity is the activity of the triple quality. But if you if your awareness stands beyond the triple quality, you stand without any malice, without any pollution. To stay beyond the three qualities and to flow through the three qualities. To flow through. And yet retain an unmalice state. He is a state of awareness. For example, as you wake up in the morning, you are fresh like a flower in your awareness. So fresh, so harmonious. Until you get into activity. When you open your face for milk and you don't find milk, you are disturbed. Or you go to the stove and try to inflame it and there is no gas. Because you want to make some coffee or tea, if there is no order, you are disturbed. So it already from a very peaceful, poised, harmonious, orderly state, we take to some kind of disturbances. Imagine the nature which, ever, which always stays. Unperturbed by whatever happens around. Unperturbed by whatever happens around. And tries to contribute order to disorder. When there is disorder, that awareness causes order. It contributes harmony where there is a conflict. It contributes poise wherever there is disequilibrium. That kind of nature is called the second in hierarchy. That is what we call Anasuya. Only a man who is filled with harmony and who cannot be disturbed can transmit harmony. Isn't it? Harmony is lost when you enter into the three qualities. The qualities are like the three power centers. Three power centers. So when you enter into power centers and yet remain unperturbed, it is an ideal state of yoga. ideal state of yoga where you are not perturbed by anything. Hmm. By anything. Through such one, through such female energy, who descend, eh? the energy, an orderly triple nature. That's what we call Dattatreya. 
వాట్ ఇస్ దత్తాత్రేయ ది ట్రినిటీ ఇన్ ఇట్స్ కంప్లీట్ ఆర్డర్ ఈవెన్ జ్యూరింగ్ ఈవెన్ ఇన్ ది క్రియేషన్ ది ట్రినిటీ బియాండ్ ది త్రీ క్వాలిటీస్ ఇస్ వన్ థింగ్ బట్ ది ట్రినిటీ కమింగ్ త్రూ ది ట్రయాంగిల్ రిమైనింగ్ ఇన్ ఫ్యాక్ట్ ఈజ్ లైక్ అవర్ ట్రయింగ్ టు పుట్ let us say that this is the, the surface of the water and if you dip any stick through it it naturally distorts isn't it there is a deflection there is a deflection when there is a reflection when it is through when when creation comes through the triangle there is already the first distortion but it is not necessarily so if we are able to hold on to an unmalice nature it is because of this unmalice nature in the creation దత్తాత్రేయ కుడ్ హ్యాపెన్ అదర్వైజ్ ఇట్ కెనాట్ హ్యాపెన్ ఇట్ కెనాట్ హ్యాపెన్ వెన్ ఎవర్ దేర్ ఇస్ డిస్టెంట్ ఆఫ్ అన్ అవతార్ ఇట్ ఈస్ త్రూ దిస్ అన్మాలిస్ట్ నేచర్ ది ట్రినిటీ ఇన్ క్రియేషన్ ఇస్ దత్తాత్రేయ ది ట్రినిటీ ఇన్ క్రియేషన్ ఇస్ దత్తాత్రేయ ది ట్రినిటీ and what is trinity it is beyond the creation they preside over the creation the trinity that presides over the creation is able to manifest without distortion in creation through the nature which we call unmalice nature this is this is a a grand achievement so that so that in creation there is the knowledge relating to will knowledge and activity there is knowledge about activity what to do how to do and doing the three abilities could be brought into the creation in us the state of unmalice nature is in the cranium beyond the third eye yeah. it's over here the unmalice nature prevails prevails and it is brought into creation the, the trinity through ఎడ పెంగళ సుషుమ్న ఎడ పెంగళ అండ్ సుషుమ్న యు నో దిస్ మేక్ టూ సర్ప్రైజ్ సెంటర్ ట్రైనింగ్ మీటింగ్ అట్ ది ఆజ్ఞా సెంటర్ అట్ ది త్రోట్ సెంటర్ అట్ ది హార్ట్ సెంటర్ అండ్ దెన్ ఓన్లీ అట్ ది మూలాధార ది త్రీ ఫోల్డ్ ఫ్లో ఆఫ్ అవేర్నెస్ 
representing the trinity which we call ida pingala and sushumna the ida pingala sushumna flow in us remain when it remains intact you are in a perfect state of yoga so through the sanmalist nature the principle of yoga is given birth to that's what we have to understand we speak of dattatreya and we are slightly crazy about him isn't it because it is 1 in 3 and 3 in 1 it is all the trinity is in one form so he can be like the like shiva he can be like vishnu he can be like brahma he can function any of the three he can carry out any of the three functions and normally the trinity presides over creation and that which presides over creation he is enabled to descend into the creation intact only because of the nature of non malice non malice and this nature is said to be most the, the second step in the female hierarchy it's a great it's a it's an unparalleled beautiful state of nature which you experience only at sahasrara only at sahasrara while the preceding one is beyond it is permeating the whole being so that's how we have to understand dattatreya hmm. the birth of dattatreya are the fulfillment of yoga in us is when we accomplish the unmanifest nature in its entirety the unmanifest nature is in marriage with prajapati atri meaning the nature always stands beyond the triplicity of the qualities and from there it permeates from there it permeates percolates down it never displaces itself from that state it is firmly anchored beyond the three qualities and functions functions through the three qualities and the five elements and is a, a state of permeation while it is percolating when you have that kind of awareness established in us then we are called a yogi so in creation the principle of yoga is made to manifest through the unmanifest nature and dattatreya is said to be the lord of yoga in the universe that means he permeates from sahasrara to mooladhara and he is with the central column representing the second logos that is 
సెకండ్ కాలం అండ్ ఈ సపోర్టెడ్ బై ది లెఫ్ట్ అండ్ రైట్ ఎస్ ది ఫస్ట్ అండ్ ది థర్డ్ లాగోస్ ది లెఫ్ట్ ది లెఫ్ట్ రేగస్ట్ నర్వ్ ఇస్ కాల్ ఇడా ఇట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ రిప్రొడక్టివ్ ఇట్ రిప్రజెంట్స్ ది థర్డ్ లాగోస్ బ్రహ్మ పింగళ పింగళ రిప్రజెంట్స్ ది సెకండ్ లాగోస్ విష్ణు ది సెంట్రల్ కాలం represents the first logos shiva and they are all just one flowing in three channels so you have the the will the knowledge and activity in in its fullness when you are a yogi so anasuya forms the female principle through which the yoga happens that's why in discipleship we speak of practicing anasuyatva meaning try to stay unmalleist the malice happens through desire through anger through miserliness self protection self preserving through illusion through pride and through jealousy these are the things that we every being carries kama meaning desire krodha meaning anger lobha selfish preservation illusion moha pride yes and jealousy these six qualities will disturb the pure unmalleist state that is why to put off these six malices the practices are given to relate to the kumara in you how to relate to dattatreya so this unmanifested nature has enabled a yoga path in creation which is a great facility in creation because without yoga you cannot move from lower planes to higher planes to flow down is easy to reverse that flow is not so easy so therefore even before the creation is planned the yoga path is planned that is what is indicated of birth of dattatreya please remember dattatreya not only exists on this planet but also exists in all other systems yes at every at every state planetary solar or cosmic to relate to brahman you need the principle of dattatreya when you equate when you equate in you the three qualities 
then you find the way the left and right merge into the center and move upwards so therefore this path of dattatreya is a path by which beings can once again ascend back to the source and the science of yoga has come to be even in the very initial stages of creation and it has become possible because of the mother anasuya meaning the unmalice nature <coughs> she she could not be put to she was tested varieties of ways there are stories about it but she remained unperturbed at all times so she gave birth to yoga to dattatreya and in the process she also gave birth to related rules and regulations the rules the rules to descend the rules to ascend the regulations to descend the regulations to ascend which we call yama niyama yama niyama the rules and regulations of yoga so we have this eight steps of yoga no yama niyama asana pranayama pratyahara dharana dhyana samadhi all these regulations the regulations relating to eight steps also come from this nature and these rules and regulations are called by a name it is the name is durvasa durvasa it's a principle that can that can be embodied it can take to form all these principles can take forms yes so only when you are with yama niyama rules and regulations of yoga then you can be you can contact the principle of dattatreya we cannot move around dattatreya without these rules and regulations without the rules and regulations of yoga there can be no no yoga accomplished therefore the rules and regulations are co-born with the satraya is it clear yes the second member of the female hierarchy has not only given birth to the principle of yoga as dattatreya but also has given birth to the related rules and regulations called durvasa meaning without him it's impossible to stay in the state of yoga without him it is impossible to stay in the state of yoga yeah 
There is another one who is born along with Dattatreya and Durvasa. From this, from this Anusuya nature. That is called the experience of atonement. Atonement. Yoga enables you to align with the divine and experience this state, an ecstatic state when you are proximate to the Brahman. When you become Brahman, there is no more experiencing. But when you are very proximate to Brahman, you have such a muse, ecstatic joy, which it is said that persons like gopis experience. There, it is said that the gopis are drunk with Krishna. They drink the Krishna consciousness and are in ecstatic state. It is a self-forgetful state. Self-forgetful. At the seventh step of yoga, when you are with dhyana, meaning deep meditation, relating to, relating to Brahman, you have the ecstatic state. This ecstatic state begins with us even from the plane above buddhic plane. The wisdom that we experience is a plane above the mental plane. When you are contemplating with the dimensions of wisdom, you are dealing with the mental concepts and enter into a field of experiencing certain engrossing, beautiful and splendorous visions within. This enables uh, dissolving the mind into its higher state, which we call a state of self-forgetfulness and a state of joy. Yes. This is uh, what is described, the, this experiencing of Self-forgetfulness in association with the divine and the related joy is, is also a principle that you experience when you are in the advanced state of yoga. That is what is called the immortal drink, the immortal drink, which is beyond mind. And it is between the plane of buddhi and the plane of ananda. And the immortal drink, the more and more you experience, from the ananda state you go into self-forgetful state and accomplish atonement. So, sometimes in our worship and in our prayer, we become so absorbed in it, we forget everything. 
ఇట్ హ్యాపెన్స్ విత్ ఫింగర్స్ జనరల్లీ ఇట్స్ అన్ ఆస్పెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ నెప్ట్యూన్ ఇట్స్ అన్ ఆస్పెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ నెప్ట్యూన్ ది ప్రిన్సిపల్ రిలేటెడ్ టు ఇస్ కాల్డ్ సోమా 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 మీన్స్ ఇట్ గివ్స్ యూ ది the essence of experience which would enable you to lose your individual consciousness into universal consciousness this is also born along with dattatreya that's why worshiping dattatreya is a means to accomplish the joy of atonement provided you also follow the rules and regulations relating to yoga so these three principles have taken place very early in creation even before the creation is made in its completeness the the principles by which you can retreat from the creation are also made just like as we make a building like this we also plan for the exit door so if we only have entry doors and there is no exit then it has no meaning so yoga is seen as the principle of exiting from the creation be it planetary be it solar be it cosmic there is an exit route and that exit route is presided by dattatreya that's why dattatreya is vertically shown as the three principles of vidha england sushumna he is also said to be the head the upper torso and the lower torso that's also three the head which is cosmic the upper torso which is solar the lower torso which is planetary matter force consciousness shall say triple so dattatreya is visualized as matter force permeating matter force and consciousness and permeating left and right with its center and by appropriately relating to the science of yoga which means following its rules and regulations you can experience the drink of immortality the drink of immortality amruta they call it nectar they call it there are stories where for example garuda is sourced to bring down the nectar from higher plains so there is a way by which he can move through yoga which is represented by the principle of dattatreya and the related rules and regulations are called durvasa and the practice leading to sublime subjective internal experiences called soma soma is the the deity relating to neptune it is from soma to neptune 
from Neptune to Venus and from Venus to Moon it flows. So what we experience is experience through moonlight. Moonlight itself is very ecstatic. What we experience through moonlight, that energy descends to moon via Venus. And to Venus, it, it comes from Neptune. And for Neptune, it comes from Soma. There is a fourfold from, Nep- from Soma to Neptune, Neptune to Venus, Venus to Moon. We have the states of experiencing and that would enable us to dissolve the individualistic existence and to attune with the universal existence. So these are the three dimensions of unmalaced nature. I gave two dimensions of the first mother, Kala, the second mother, Anasuya, I am giving you three dimensions. So tomorrow we take the third mother who is called Khyati. It is the nature of the third eye. Well, Anasuya is the nature of Sahasrara and Kala is nature beyond This is how the female hierarchy brings out various sublime principles in creation. And all these females are said to be daughters of, descendants from Manu. So you have to keep on repeatedly listening to it so that they get familiar to you. Tomorrow we will try to cover two more mothers. One is Khyati at the Bro Center, at the Agya Center, and then Sraddha at the Throat Center. We will try to cover these two tomorrow. And what is it that they give birth to? For us and in creation. What is valid for the creation is also valid with the human. Therefore, we relate it to human and try to understand. Otherwise, we cannot understand. The macro system can be understood through the micro system. That's how teaching is always done with the key relating to the law of correspondence. When we understand the micro, we also understand the macro. That's why we say, man, know thyself. What all you carry from your head to foot, if you make a clear understanding, you concurrently understand the creation as well. So, think of the two mothers and what they bring out. At the the higher stage, it is more sublime. And the lower stage, the mother builds the basis to reach the higher stage. At every stage, 
ఎవరీ మెంబర్ ఆఫ్ ది ఫీమేల్ హెరార్కి ఈజ్ ఈక్వల్లీ డివైన్ బట్ దర్ ఫంక్షన్స్ ఆర్ డిఫరెంట్ బికాస్ దే ఫంక్షన్ ఎట్ డిఫరెంట్ స్టేజ్ డిఫరెంట్ స్టేజ్ జస్ట్ లైక్ ఇన్ ఏ గ్రూప్ లైక్ దిస్ we take to different functions yeah. but we are all one brotherhood so like that all the members of the female hierarchy there is no such thing one is higher than the other by function we distinguish by function we distinguish to learn all are important so thus, thus we continue to narrate all that has happened through the daughters of manu i the subject is very new to west that's why it is not spoken very new and and it has many details and if we dump everything at a time it will be very confusing yeah every time our brother ludger when will you speak on female hierarchy like that here yeah. when will you speak when will you he keeps on bombarding you know so <laughs> bombarding nature <laughs> in a gentle way it's like what we call it's a hammer with a rubber <laughs> so therefore i had to necessarily speak but i speak in such a detailed slow manner so that he assimilates step by step shall given like that in the book same thing like when i spoke to the indians speak to indians i speak totally different but when i speak to you i give in a greater depth because things have to be paid much more clear to the mind <laughs> so when we have seven centers there should be seven females only no but i am going to speak about more females more females so that's how the female hierarchy enables us to function and experience different states without the female there is neither ascent nor descent and it is one nature expressing itself as so many varieties at at different planes that's what we are going to learn as we move forward we have about 7 minutes to pass and then we regather for our evening prayer thank you